Hey, hey, From Burned Out to Bossed Up is a podcast all about solopreneurs and how to streamline their businesses so they don't end up trading 40-hour work weeks for an 80-hour nightmare. I'm Monica, a business strategist, productivity coach, and a solopreneur dedicated to making business owners work smarter, not harder. In today's episode, we talk about implementing systems in your business. Most people automatically think systems need to have a bunch of components and be overly complicated. However, this couldn't be further from the truth. If you think this is a step you can skip, I encourage you to listen to this and determine whether or not there are some things you can take away for your own business. So let's get started. So to get started, let's talk about exactly what is a business system? Because I think when people hear the word systems, they automatically assume that it's something that needs to be complicated, has a lot of steps, a lot of information. And really, a system is just talking about the set of tasks, um, activities, any procedures or processes that are grouped together to achieve a specific result. So for example, let's take a marketing system for your business. So for my business in particular, I would say marketing in a sense would be this podcast. This is one way that I can generate leads and start conversations among potential uh, prospective clients as well as current clients that I may have. Also, I am regularly posting on Instagram different reels, different carousel posts, different um, infographics, and that is another way that I generate more awareness about my business. Additionally, I also am in the process of beginning a blog, and that is another way that people can become aware of my services, my expertise, because the, the whole purpose of marketing is to generate awareness about whatever it is that you want to create awareness surrounding. So for me, it's my business. I want to talk about more about what I do, why I do it, who I help, etc. So when we're talking about systems, we're really just talking about any group of activities that are related to one another that are helping you to achieve a specific result. When it comes to why a system is important, it's really plain and simple and that it helps you to divine a narrow train of focus so that you know exactly what it is that you're working towards. And what I mean by that is that a lot of us, when we get to working in our business, or even those of you that are in a nine to five, a lot of us have a laundry list of tasks and a million and one things to do a bunch of deadlines, and if you were to ask a lot of people at any given moment, you know, what is the overall goal of what it is you're trying to achieve, they wouldn't be able to tell you how the work that they do is actually connected to what it is they're trying to achieve. And that's because there's a, there's the absence of a system. So it's important because it's not only saving you time on what it is that you specifically need to be working on, but it's making sure that these tasks are related so that you're not wasting time or potentially focusing on something that is not related to what it is you're trying to achieve. And when we talk about systems specifically, a lot of us don't necessarily understand the differences between front-end systems and back-end systems. So I'll briefly explain what I mean by a front-end system and a back-end system. So for those of you who have worked in a restaurant, you're 
probably going to be fairly familiar with this concept. But let's say you work in a restaurant. Or better yet, let's say you walk into a restaurant. You are the customer, right? So you're greeted by a hostess. They seat you at a table. They're going to give you menus. You're going to give your order to the server. The server's going to put the order in. And then once the food is ready, she's going to bring it out. He or she is going to bring it out. Um, then after a few bites of food, they're going to come by. They're going to ask you, how's your meal doing? And at that point, you're either you're either going to say, wow, this is really good. Or if something's wrong, you'll say, what is wrong with it? Send it back, whatever the case may be. Once you're done eating, they're going to bring the bill. You're going to pay for your food and then you're going to walk out. That is your front end experience because it's everything that the customer sees from their standpoint of view from the outside of the business, right? So this is everything that your customer sees at face value. Generally, in a business sense, when we're talking about front end systems, I'm mainly going to be referring to your website any marketing efforts that you do, um, any content that might be available to people that, you know, publications that you might have drafted or published, um, anything that people see before they decide to purchase a service or a product from you. That is a front-end system. A back-end system, going back to our restaurant example, is anything behind the scenes. So, in this case, it's going to be any managerial activities that they're doing to manage inventory for the products that they're going to be selling as food items. It's going to be the operations that are designed to get your food out in a certain amount of time, how the cooks are going to prepare the food, the process that the servers use in order to put in the order and then make sure that the order is correct. None of those items that I just mentioned are what customers see when they order from a restaurant, but it's very much the end result of what they get in their front end experience. And so in your business, what this might look like for you is onboarding services for both your clients and your team members. It could be standard of operating procedures on how you execute a particular task or a set of activities or you know project management elements. Anything that your client is not directly involved in, essentially, um, for the end result, basically what you had to do to prepare to get the end result that you're trying to achieve is a result of your back-end systems. Now, I bring this up when we talk about systems and why it's important and why when it comes to systems that you need to know the difference is that many people spend way too much time focusing on the front end. And what I mean by this is how pretty something looks, how aesthetically pleasing it is, your branding, and they haven't established behind the scenes how to streamline their business. So for an example, this would be, I see a lot of new business owners doing this. They're focusing on their website. They're focusing on their logo. But when you come to me and I'm asking you about your marketing activities, I'm asking you about your operations activities, I'm asking you how you manage your finances, if you have a small team, HR functions, and they're kind of just telling me that they're winging it, that is not a good sign. So the importance of this really is to know that 
more often than not, if your back end is not taken care of, it's going to show up in your front end. What I mean by that is it's very hard. I mean, some people can do it. Don't get me wrong. Some people have done this. I've worked in environments that do this relatively well, and this is not a good thing, by the way. But generally, if your back end operations are a mess, so will your front end. It's not going to matter how pretty something is because people are clearly going to see once they begin the process of purchasing a product or a service from you just how unorganized everything is. It's important to have these systems so that you're not only consistent in your results, but you're also organized for the type of product and or service that you are providing. When we talk about systems specifically, we often talk about a set of activities and tasks, as we mentioned before. Many of these are a process, and I see, I've even used these terms interchangeably myself, but there is a clear difference between systems and processes, and I'm going to tell you the difference. So a system is like your overarching set of activities at a higher level on how it is that you are going to achieve a specific result. A process, on the other hand, is the specific set of activities in a particular order that you're executing them in so that you can get that result. So a system is more generalized in that you're talking at a high level about what it is that you're doing, but your process is the more specific description and set of activities that you're doing. One of the reasons why it's important to understand the difference between processes and systems is it needs to be evident that your processes build up off one of another so that your system can achieve a common goal. It's not going to do you any good to create a bunch of processes if they're not working off one another to get you a good result because all that means is that you might be duplicating your efforts or you might be overcomplicating something when in reality, you might need to take a step back and look at what it is that you're actually focusing on to see if maybe a small amount of your efforts are actually achieving to, are actually responsible for a majority of the results. And if any, any of you have heard this, um, this principle before, it's the 80-20 principle. The 80-20 principle basically states that 80% of the results you get are a result of 20% of the activities that you do. So when I always talk about clarity, I mention this specifically because oftentimes to get the things that we want and the outcomes that we desire, we don't have to do a lot of things. We really just need to focus on the things that are going to move the needle forward and make sure that we execute those really well. Now, one of the mistakes that a lot of people make when it comes to a process and a business is that they often make the mistake of thinking they can have all of these tools and all of these platforms, and that's somehow going to be a replacement for a system or a process. That couldn't be further from the truth. There's a difference between having a system having a process within a system, and having tools that help you execute it. So what I mean by tools is essentially things that are either digital or something that you can utilize. It could even be done by hand, um, depending on you know what systems we're talking about. So 
back in the days before we had computers to streamline everything, a lot of restaurants had specific um, order taking forms that made it easier for servers to be able to take your order so they're not having to write everything out, especially since people tend to order the same menu items over and over and over and over and over again every single day. Well, now in the land of computers, we have various platforms that help you to communicate easier. So this could be Google Chat. It could be Slack in a cell phone capacity. It could even be a text message. Or for project management purposes, a lot of small business owners use project planning tools like Notion, Asana, Trello, ClickUp. It really doesn't matter what tool you use to get started, but there's a couple things about tools that you need to be aware of. One, be sure that you are utilizing a tool that actually fits for what you need it for. And specifically, these are the features of that tool and or platform that are going to help you with whatever task that you are trying to achieve. So a lot of times people are using platforms because it was recommended to them and it's something that they've heard of on like, you know, a marketing podcast or they've seen it online, but they don't actually do enough research to see if it actually is going to help them based on the features that the platform itself has. Another mistake that people make is just thinking that tools are going to entirely replace everything about the task that you are trying to do. So I see this all the time in corporate especially. Managers will often be like, I need you to get started on this project. And so you ask them specific details about how the project should be executed. And instead of giving you a standard of operating procedure, which will be in my next episode, talking about how to properly document your process. Instead of giving them an actual procedure to follow, they say, oh, well, all the information is in a file folder somewhere. Case in point, a specific example for me, I was asked to plan an event and I was asking about specific components that needed to be included, whether it was the budget, whether it was the parties that needed to be involved, um, signing up the correct speakers, developing the agenda. None of those questions were answered because I was just told to look in a file folder and previous emails about what was done in the past. Now, some people might say, well, that's enough information. That's enough to get you started. Yeah. Yeah, it's enough information to get you started. It should not be a tool that you rely on that people just stumble across the information that they may need because the end result is often they are left to their own devices and now they are basing on their own personal interpretation what they think the end result should look like. And oftentimes it does not match the end result of what the manager had in mind for that particular result. So this is why having a clear process is important and tools can help in that sense, but it's not going to do the job for you. You still have to have good communication. You still have to be clear on what the expectations are. And ultimately you should be planning appropriately in your projects to make sure that everything is done correctly and done period, because sometimes if people are using tools to replace sources of communication, that item also gets missed as well. So to recap, when we talk about systems, we're really just talking about 
the overlying set of activities that you are doing on a regular basis to get a specific result. And depending on what area of the business this is, it can be operations, it can be marketing, it can be finance, but whatever set of processes and activities that you are doing to achieve that result are a part of your system. The specific process is a specific set of activities that you are utilizing to help you get the result. So if your system is the overall what, your process is your how. It's going to outline step by step what it is that you need to do, when you need to do it, and even how you need to do it in more depth. And lastly, to help you do these easier, I always recommend potentially using tools and platforms, but be sure that you're just not using this as a replacement to actually execute the task at hand because tools are there to enhance performance. They're not there to serve as a replacement. Having systems in place doesn't need to be complicated or even take a lot of your time, but it's important to have a process surrounding the most important aspects of your business so that you can create consistency and develop the best results for what you're trying to achieve each and every time. In the next episode, we're going to focus on taking a step further in your process by actually documenting the steps you need to execute it and what that may look like for your business depending on what you need. For more information on strategic planning in your business, visit my website at www.simplystellarsolutions.com. Also, don't forget to check out my free guide on 60 different ways you can streamline your business to save time, money, and most importantly, your sanity. I'll see you in the next episode.